0: Hey, you're listening to your Monday Mail podcast. I'm Ahana. Join me every Monday where I chat about personal stories, experiences, and pretty much talk about anything and everything. I'm so glad you're here. Please don't forget to subscribe to my podcast, leave a review, and share my episodes with everyone. You can follow me on Instagram at yourmondaymail.podcast or you can also write to me at podcast at the gmail.com. Now, on to the episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. And if you're new, welcome. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Honestly, this week was not exhausting, but I would say it was confusing, not even confusing. It was just overall weird. So I think I'm going to start this one section in my podcast where i say embarrassing moments from my evening walk you know why because again today i had like this embarrassing moment while going on my evening walk so i in the e- every evening at around five thirty six, i go for a walk because i just like walking honestly it's just after a day of sitting at the desk It's just such a stress buster for me to go out, walk for a while. But I've noticed that I'm seeing like this pattern. Every week, I embarrass my way in some way or the other. If you heard my last week's episode, I was walking and two of my friends, actually not friends, it's just these two girls I know. I met them in the middle of the road and the first time we met... It was so awkward because we said hi and then we were just staring at each other for 30 seconds or something. And then I said bye and left. It was There was literally zero communication. At such moments, I feel so angry at myself because I feel like I'm so awkward. Like I just cannot initiate conversations anymore and that's so annoying. Because we were just staring at each other's faces for like 30 seconds. And then the next time I met them, Oh my god, I had bored poop on my right shoulder and I didn't even know and I was talking to them for a good 5-10 minutes and then while I was going home, I noticed that a few of the people were looking at my right shoulder and I didn't I didn't like pay attention to them but once I reached, I saw myself in the mirror and I was like, I just can't with myself. Oh god. I feel like I'm just embarrassing myself every time I step out. It's not even funny. God. So apart from my evening embarrassment incident, this week was, in a nutshell, was me solving math sums pretty much the whole day. So I get up at 7.45 in the morning because I have my tuitions from 7.45 to 8.45 and then from 9.30 to 1. I have my online college lectures and even during my college lectures half of the time I'm completing my maths homework and the reason behind this is because the portion which is there for us in 12th grade they haven't really taught us that before college they didn't really teach us that in 10th grade and now they just expect us to know all this But long story short, I have like a lot to cover up and I'm really having a tough time doing that because there's a lot of the basic concepts which I'm not really familiar with because our board hasn't really touched upon that stuff. So we have to go to the basics and then learn my 12th grade portion and I feel like the pressure is really getting to me now. I keep saying that I need to take a break and... It's going to be all right and hopefully it is, but I feel like there's just no time for me to take a break anymore. Realistically speaking, I cannot afford to burn myself out. And I know it sounds really pressurizing on myself, but I just know I can't. And that's why I'm trying to schedule my workout so I don't just dump everything on one day. I'm not sure if I'm making sense but that's just mm. the my scenario currently. This week I also made a few important decisions career wise but emphasize on the decisions I haven't, it's not final yet. I am still so confused. I have no idea what I am doing in life. and. That gives me so much anxiety because I have, I feel like all of my friends have got their life sorted out and it's just me who can't figure out what she's doing with her life and sometimes I feel really intimidated by that to be honest but I know my parents aren't putting any pressure at all on me. I just feel like I am putting this unnecessary pressure because I want to have this clear vision in my head of what I'm doing. And that isn't currently happening. So I'm getting really anxious and nervous because I have my exams in a few months and then I have to prepare. So just, uh, and then there's math. Oh God, let's just go straight into the quote of the week. So the quote of the week is not actually a quote, but it's a set of sentences which I picked up from a book I'm currently reading, which is Brave Not Perfect, written by Reshma Sorjani. It's a beautiful book and it really relates to what I am talking about today. So the quote is, we are trained to assume that if we connect all the perfect dots, it's going to bring us fulfillment. We don't even know how much of this is so ingrained in us. The thought is revolutionary when it hits us, maybe the perfect life isn't really all that perfect after all. And the reason why I resonate with this quote so much is because I feel personally we all, as humans, we have this tendency to set conditions on our lives. Like if we do this, if we achieve this goal, our lives are going to be so much better. It's just this... Weird, it's just this reward that we set for ourselves. Like, once we reach this milestone of our life, we just assume that things are going to get better, and that's what I did for like most of my life. And honestly, that's what I'm doing right now. It feels like I have this involuntary signal going in my mind that once I decide my career things are going to be easy for me when in reality, I know that it isn't. The same thing happened to me in 10th grade, I was so focused on getting a perfect grade on achieving a, po- a specific percentage in my 10th grade examination and reaching and entering the college of my choice, both of which I did. But honestly, my life hasn't transformed, you know, I mean, I'm sitting at home, I haven't met my college friends, I haven't even attended one college lecture. So all of this doesn't actually, it it isn't the same as I planned. And that's what makes it so frustrating because my perfection, the perfectionist in me said that if I do this right, I'm going to be happier and honestly. I feel the same. Like, I don't think much has changed in the past year, except for how I have treated myself and how I am looking at life now. But apart from that, like my social life, my, my studies, just, it's pretty much been the same. Which brings me to this week's topic. And this week, although it feels like I want to, although I want to talk more about perfectionism and how it is found more in girls and how it impacts the lives of girls, I feel like this is a very universal concept and it happens to everyone. It's just that girls are more prone to being perfectionists because of the very unrealistic expectations society has from us. Because since a very young age, we as girls are taught to be tidy, we are are taught to be clean, and we are just messy, being messy is not really a thing for girls. Even if we notice this in like the smallest aspects of our lives, like on the playground, boys are allowed to get dirty, they're allowed, they're actually encouraged to play field games like football, basketball, cricket, as opposed to girls who are since a young age are encouraged to play ghar ghar or play with dolls play with barbie dolls and just more homely activities which does not require a lot of physical exertion because going on the field means you are you have to get dirty and it's just not really the first image that comes to your mind when we think about girls and that all races back to perfectionism and how we expect girls to be perfect in every aspect of their lives right from academics to looking good to their social lives to our everything we do everything matters. And it's not like we can it's it's not like we are ever given a choice to mess up. I feel like we have I feel like as girls, we look up to perfectionism as a quality. For so many years, I did. I felt like being a perfectionist meant that I am well adjusted. And being a perfectionist means that I, am a, I have a routine. And it's good, right? Having a routine and being disciplined. But I feel like perfectionism has more to just routines and discipline. It has a lot of social factors involved too. Like punishing yourself if you... Failed at something, feeling bad or indulging in self-depreciation if you, f- if you failed in something. It's all these small things that we don't really pay attention. And we are actually taught to believe that perfectionism is a quality. If you ask any young girl, they'll probably be proud of calling themselves perfectionists. Because that's the idea that we have when we associate perfectionism with girls. We we believe that perfectionism is a sort of achievement or something. It demands so much mental and physical effort and just that feeling, that empty feeling of never being enough according to ourselves. Because honestly, if we ever strive for a perfect life, we are never going to feel enough because Does a perfect life even exist? As the quote said, maybe the perfect life isn't really all that perfect. We just want that assurance that things are going to get better and perfectionism provides that sort of temporary relief. For me, perfectionism really all began since a really young age. I loved the movie Mary Poppins and the reason why I liked Mary Poppins so much is because she's this perfect nanny. And if you've seen the movie, there's actually a scene where she measures her height and the measuring tape says practically perfect in every way. And just these small things, it nits and bits from the movie that I picked up, like her being able to just with a snap, being able to put things away or that inch tape or... Just the way she carried herself and how she had control over things in general, I think that really caught my eye and I don't really know why. I just looked up to her. I never really liked Disney princesses because at that age, I felt like they were too girly for me. But I just feel like, and by the way, even Disney princesses are another form of developing and cultivating perfectionism in girls because I mean if you've seen the movies it's pretty much understandable how perfectionist oriented these movies are like did you know that women are more likely to be perfectionists holding themselves back from answering a question applying for a job asking for a raise until they are 100% sure of the outcome women also applied for promotions only when they met 100% of the qualifications men applied when they met 50% this fact this statistic is so realistic like it's so, it's something that i can resonate with so much because i never sign myself up for things when i'm not completely sure that i can do it i feel like i need to get this i need to have this plan at all times like I need to have a specific schedule and only according to that schedule will things work out. Even when I wanted to start this podcast, the amount of times I tried to talk myself out of it and the perfectionist in me came out in really subtle ways. Like I tried over planning. I at least spent a good two months just trying to figure out what my podcast is going to be about. And then I just thought that it's not worth the time because then I started making excuses about my 12th grade and my future and there was just this one click that went in my mind and one day I just got up, recorded my trailer and uploaded it the next day. I don't really know how that happened because I felt like I feel like mentally I had just become exhausted of that inner critic in me that I just need to give up at all times. And if you know me as a person, if you know me personally, you must have seen me participating in elocution competitions, in singing competitions, and much more during school. And you may think that this isn't the ahana I know. And even as I'm talking, I don't feel like I don't feel like my struggle is genuine. But I know that this side of me has been suppressed for so long. And I feel like talking about it is really going to help me because I know that deep down I know that I have been a perfectionist even while preparing for elocution competitions, I would be so deeply involved and engaged in what I am doing because I wanted to perfect my speech to the T. I still remember in my ninth grade when I fumbled in my speech and I was so upset I started crying after giving my speech and by the end of the competition I won the third prize. But I went home and I was so upset that although I had practiced so much and I had put in so much time and effort, I did not win that first place when I knew that I potentially could. I just felt so bad. And it was a really uncomfortable feeling because at that time, I wasn't even really in a good relationship with my mind and my body. That I just feel like the thoughts that came up then were so strong, the feelings that came up then were so strong. And now if I repeat a mistake, or if I make a mistake, I'm not going to be as extreme in my thoughts as they were before. I know it's a complete tangent, but I just felt like sharing this. And I, I know that a lot of you who are listening might struggle with this. So I just wanted to tell you that this isn't really something that goes away overnight. It takes a lot of effort from your side. It requires a lot of mindset shifting. And just know that I feel like as girls, we have this unnecessary pressure to be and because of this attitude because of this preconceived notion that girls are good girls, girls are Obedient girls are good at academics and as well as sports, and just these other myths that we have. I feel like we have this very unnecessary expectation of being perfect at all times, and that f- and it's worse and it's even worse when we actually achieve all those milestones and still feel so empty within because by the end of the day, we weren't doing something that we wanted to do but we were doing it for the sake of society. And another thing I've noticed that is that as girls, we have this really, we have this need to be liked by people. At least I do. So a few days ago, I went to my friend's house and we were just scrolling through our gallery and I noticed that she had gone to meet a few of our friends and from college and i wasn't invited so i definitely felt insecure and i felt bad because i feel like i haven't made a lot of friends in college and i already feel a bit left out and the fact that she went and met them it i definitely felt bad i came back and suddenly i had this need to be liked i had this need for people to know that, hey, I am alive. And I feel like this fear of missing out, which is also known as FOMO, or this fear of people will forget me is another form of perfectionism that has emerged in me. Because of this fear that people are going to forget me, I have this constant need to be liked by people, because of which I have let people overstep their boundaries in my life. And that's something I'm working on. Saying, Learning to say no when it's necessary. And that's another thing perfectionists struggle with. Learning when to say no. Because part and parcel of being a perfectionist is being a people pleaser as well. Because a perfectionist is someone who is in good books of everyone who has who's living the ideal social life, which of course requires a certain amount of people pleasing, right. And I just feel like, because of this very jumbled up scenario that we have, we often let people just overstep their boundaries. I had read this quote somewhere, which said, perfectionism is a result of fear i'm not sure how it i'm not sure how it goes but it's definitely something like that but you my english is just bad please excuse me r.i.p my english do you know that song i'm trying to find that song on spotify but i just can't so if you do know which song it is please let me know I'll be so grateful to you. So it's like, RIP the pussy, yeah. I'm not sure how it goes, but... What was my point? I keep forgetting what I'm talking about. Mm, Yeah, being perfect, being a perfectionist isn't really that bad. But when we take into account cultural and social factors, it is so toxic for a woman to put herself through so much perfect, through so much pressure, just so she can be, just so she can appear as a good person in front of others. We have this assumption that our life is going to take a 360 turn. No, wait, is that 360 or is that 180? It can't be 360, right? Because 360 would mean coming back to the same place. I'm pretty sure it's 180 because 180 seems rational. So we just have this assumption that our life is going to take a 180 turn when things seem perfect in our life, when the reality is, it isn't. We are so scared of failure that we don't even try in the first place. We are so involved in holding ourselves back from actually achieving that opportunity that we completely neglect those factors. We completely neglect our actual capabilities, our abilities. We don't even try in the first place because we are so afraid to face failure or the fact that we may not be good enough to succeed in the first place. So in the past week, as I said earlier, I was making a few important career decisions and the career which I aim to choose demands a lot of work, working hours and studying hours and it's a very competitive exam. So naturally, a few months ago, when I checked it out, I was my first reaction was no, no way, you you will not succeed. So why do you even want to try in the first place? And at that time, it seemed so rational to me because it felt like I could give it a shot. And I know that my parents are supporting me, my family is there for me. And Today, I know that I'm taking into consideration even my actual abilities. I know that I have that passion and desire to work in that sector. I think the reason why I didn't even try in the first place was because I had already pictured the outcome of the situation. I had already figured out that I was going to fail even without trying. And even if I do, honestly, right now, I feel like it's worth taking the risk. I am interested in doing that. I am, interested in, in, I am interested in serving the public administrative sector. And there's no harm in trying, right? Look, I really don't know how you can stop being a perfectionist. Because it takes a lot of rethinking. And it isn't something that is as easy as flipping a switch. Also, just one last thing before I wrap up, because it's I've taken just so much time. I feel like I could go on and on. Why can't I talk like this in front of strangers? I feel like I'm so awkward in front of strangers. I just can't talk anymore in front of them. But when I'm talking on the podcast, very nicely I talk. But as I was saying, But as I mentioned in the beginning, this isn't something that happens only to women and girls. It could happen. It perfectionism is not only exclusive to girls, but it exists even in males. And this could be in the form of toxic masculinity. The idea of a perfect man who is very authoritative and dominating in overall perfectionism. There's a very thin line. And it's a really crooked path to tread on. I just want you to know that you are enough. You have everything you need inside of you. And no matter how much society tells you that you aren't good enough, always know that you have got your back. Other people can walk this path with you. But no one can walk it for you that was intense. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Follow me on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this week's episode and stay tuned for more fun activities on my social media account. See you next week. Bye.